What's up, everybody? Today on The Buffs, we're going to be talking to Matt about his love of the Fallout video game series. Here we go. <laughs> Test one two three. Welcome to the Buffs, the show about people who like things a lot. Today, my guest is say your name, Matthew Rafa. Matthew Rafa, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Uh, so, Matt, um, what is uh, this? Is the way I'll set it up. What's the big deal about Follow? The big deal about Follow. What is Follow? What's the big deal? What is what's going on with it? Okay, well, <laughs> Fallout in general, it catches everyone at different points in their life. So some people love the fact that it's nostalgia, you know, just before the bombs drop, 1950s, you know, yep. you, you get in the scenery. Some people love the post-apocalyptic feel. Um, and then other people just want to shove firecrackers and cat's asses and, yeah. and have fun and screw around, right? That's a beautiful intro because we haven't even said that it's a video game yet. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, if people don't know what Fallout is, uh, they can go kill themselves. Yeah. So, and uh, there's no point in really living after that point. So Fallout is a video game that, uh, well, it's a series of video games. When yeah. did the first one come out? Do you know right off? The first one came out, I believe, late 80s. Really? That uh, that's it was, uh... it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, and then they had uh, Tactics. And then Fallout 3 came out something like seven or eight years after Tactics. Yeah. And then uh, then you had New Vegas was to tie people over. I think it switched franchises for a bit. I don't think it was fully Bethesda that did New Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then Bethesda took over again and did Fallout 4. What is... Uh, so you... Um, this would obviously be cut out. After. Yeah. <laughs> Are you coming in? Yeah. Okay, can you come in and close the door and stuff so we don't hear? Are you in? You're in because we're just recording. Close the door. I'm just we're paused recording while you're making noise. Okay, I'm going back upstairs by my bike. Nice. Okay. Go do that. Okay. We'll wait till she's out and then. Yeah. Wasteland was uh, actually it was like follow, but like it was their first rendition. Yeah, of hold it. on. Are you done? I just want it to be natural because you're actually giving a good point. Are you done making noise? No, I have to pee. Go, just do this stuff. We're recording right now. I'm like, sorry, I'm just having Go! <laughs> no! From our backyard. <laughs> this should be a podcast. Thank you so much. I'll have one. Oh, okay. She gave me more than you. They have seeds. Hey, go pee. We're act oh, literally, yeah. you see a flashing light? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play your voice through the house. We'll do it from back there. Really good. I know, right? I <laughs> so in the late 80s, that was Wasteland, right? And that was the, that yeah. was the follow. Well, I guess it wasn't really follow, but it was like, you know. It was the, what they planned to the design spiritual for. Uh, predecessor. Exactly. What was Wasteland? Uh, Wasteland was um, kind of like a click, point and click game. Yeah. You go around and uh, it's kind of a mixture between if anyone nowadays wants to talk about like Pokemon. Yeah. You know, and you had a very limited view in front of you. And as you walked in, the map kind of lit, lit up. Yeah. Like more of the uh, earlier Diablo games. Yeah. And uh, RuneScape, if anyone remembers that. Did you actually play Wasteland? 
Um, I played Fallout 1 and yeah, 2. which is a couple years later. Right? Um, yeah, Wasteland came out before I was born. So Exactly, yeah. But <laughs> Fallout wasn't... Uh, the first Fallout, 97, is not... Uh, you know, that's only what? You were how old? Seven years old, yeah. You were seven, I so... Know. Did well, you play it then, or have you played it since? Um, I've played it recently, actually. I yeah. played it uh, when uh, just after Fallout Three came out, just to remind me why the fuck I don't want to go back. <laughs> um, but it was it was like one of those things that it, for its time it was amazing, and the amount of dialogue like Fallout Two technically had one of the best like dialogues in the game. You know, you could tell people to you could swear at them, you yeah. could befriend them. Whereas now, when everyone has these voice actors to immerse them into the game more. You don't get that type of dialogue anymore, that type of chance to insult somebody or come up with something new. They have to pay these actors per hour, right? So at the time, they weren't, like most video games, I'm trying to think of like 1997, you might have had like, I don't know, like Quake and Doom and stuff like that, which were like, oh, it's amazing. You can, you know, you are made out of eight pixels and your enemy's made out of six and yeah. look at you shoot them. Kind yeah. of thing, like it uh, really messed with your eyes too. Like yeah. I, I had some of the first computers on the market. Yeah, uh, my father built computers for a living, so he started it, and I was sitting there like playing on games before when it was even just the blue screen. There was yeah. no real mouse. Yeah, you know, like it was, cr- it was crazy. So I always had access to that stuff. That's why I, I guess I have such a knowledge before my time. You know. Yeah. So what's, what did Fallout? I mean, uh, we'll jump around the timeline a little bit. But like Fallout yeah. Three is when I kind of, re- I. I noticed what fallout is i had no mm. idea what Fallout one and two or in tactics and all these different there games. was even more people don't know there was brotherhood but that didn't actually come out and there was a few games there's one actually on ps2 yeah yeah there was there was a couple games that came out that weren't as big as Fallout three made the franchise yeah but you were you were in before fallout three. Oh yeah what was what was the thing like which which Fallout was it the first one that you picked up the first one that i yeah. picked up was probably um follow i think it was called brotherhood it was for ps2 yeah um, that was the first one I played. When Fallout 3 came out, I got super excited. Uh, I had always known about 1 and 2, mm-hmm. but it was just like the video games started booming. So yeah. everyone, you know, it's hard to keep up with 1 For when there's sure. so many yeah. coming out, right? So when Fallout 3 came out, it encouraged me to go back and play 1 and 2 and, and figure out the storylines. And the thing that I love about Fallout that they do yeah. is they'll incorporate stuff from 1 and 2. And they'll incorporate like real political issues too sometimes mm-hmm. like there's characters in fallout through two like uh tom cruise and mm-hmm. he, he supported uh you know like their version of scientology yeah so you're going through and, and you're playing you find tom cruise you know it is but it's just different names yeah you know and it's pretty hilarious so what was like what did fallout offer you as a series because again if you started let's say with uh with uh, brotherhood uh, and then you hear threes coming out and you get pumped for three so you go back and do one and two what, what like those are pretty primitive games like 1997 like you know um, especially point and click as they were point yep. and click too, right? Which is, you know, not what we expect in our yeah. games anymore. Um, what, like, what did they offer you? Like, what was the thing that they gave yeah. you that so actually drew you to them? It's definitely, um, a lot of people won't understand this. It's kind of left with our generation, but, uh, the nostalgia. Yeah. So people get bored now. If they said, Oh, play this point and click game. You'd be like, mm, is it only four minutes long? And are there power ups? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's all. Whereas fallout left you with a situation. You're like, Oh man, I, I could be good. I could be bad. They had all these types of choices back then. Yeah, it was stuff they didn't offer. Whereas you got into Doom and it's fun. You run around and you shoot things the entire game. What was the thing that you found in the story of Fallout that like that hooked onto you? Because like you said, there's things yeah. that they carry through the actual plot of the games, which is that nuclear bombs went off. And yep, what, the fifth, like 2050 or something like that. It's set in the future. 
Uh, is that I don't remember. Well, what year the it is. timeline, yeah, it's uh, it skews a bit, but yeah, it was like 2050, 2077 is a big year. Yeah. Like, there's it, the thing about Fallout that captures me is exactly what you just said. It's the fact that the bombs dropped. It's so like that was a fear for our grandparents, and yeah. we laugh about it right now. Yeah, exactly. But like, if it happened, what would have happened? Now, of course, it takes time in a place where actually they didn't create everything was nuclear, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't invent you know test tubes and stuff like that we mm-hmm. didn't invent the like tesla is in the game is is all stuff that's just like oh we founded one-off items right but we changed right and we went to ac and dc current like they don't have that yeah so the, th- the fact of fallout is like everyone went to these like little fallout shelters mm-hmm. whereas when you play the game you find out it was all government testing yeah none of you you weren't lucky if you were in a vault you yeah. thought you were yeah but you, your life was going to hell <laughs> and 99 percent of the cases what know? was um so uh, what was the game? Because I know you just put a lot of hours into these games. So what's oh, the yeah. game that you think? Uh, what was the first game that you really put a lot of time into? Fallout Three. Fallout Three. Yeah. Any guess at how much time you put in? Um, if I guessed, I would probably have to get some help because uh, <laughs> I'd realize how much of my life I threw away. What uh, What was it like? What was the actual? What What made you keep coming back? Um, uh, once again, it had to be the nostalgia of the game. But if Fallout Three. It was like one of those things that it's like the main, like a spoiler alert here, if you don't want to hear this, pause it for a second, but, um, or jump ahead. It's, you go after your father, you're trying to find your father mm-hmm. and follow three allowed it so that you could find your father and instantly be like, you know, I don't like the way I found you and just kill him. <laughs> like the whole half of the game, you're running for your father and you, yeah. and you know, and it's all a time thing. It's like, you know, the world could be saved. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I want to collect these bobbleheads. <laughs> so you go around for hours and hours collecting these bobbleheads. And it's like, guys, you know, we could all die tomorrow. It's like, yeah, yeah, but this, it could be here. You know, and like, so that's what pulled me back. So many side missions, you know, it looks like a plate of pasta is yeah. your route around yeah. to, you know, where you want to get to your goal. Right? What, uh, you know, the story. Okay. So the story is cool and the story is what gets you into it. And maybe does the first playthrough, but you probably, the game probably takes what, I mean, if you're playing it properly, probably takes what, eight, 12 hours to to the complete. main story. Yeah. You can, you can rush through it, but you also have to know the games. Like, um, for example, Fallout, when I first played it, mm-hmm. I did the whole beginning and it took a while because I'm sitting there, you start off as you know, a baby, you work your way up, you're playing through the vault and then you have yep. to finally go outside. So Fallout 3 really took you to a point where you took a while to get out of there if it's your first game you played. Yeah. And when I finally got out, I hit a random encounter, which I never saw again throughout the game. It was a guy with a flamethrower. I died, threw the controller on the floor and said, okay, this isn't what I remember. I'm done mm-hmm. with this shit. Yeah. And then I picked it up a couple months later and I was like, this is the best shit ever. And I was like <laughs> going nuts. And so it was kind of weird. I, I always tell people, give things a chance, you know? Yeah. So when I actually played, that was, that was my scenario, right? Um, and then I played again, never ran into that guy and had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, So what was the guy with the flamethrower? Like, what's the big deal about meeting a guy with a flamethrower in well, a video game? See, that's the beautiful thing about Fallout is like, it's not like all the games where you progress, the, the bad guys get harder for some reason. You know, level one, the guys tend to take one shot. Level two, they take two, and you're yeah. upgrading. Fallout, you could run into something that's like, oh my god, the infamous death claw. You're sitting there and you're like, this thing's gonna eat me alive. Yeah. And you try and run, but you're not fast enough, so you have to strategize. Go yeah. into a doorway, figure it out. That's the fun thing about it. You you could never see that guy with the flame tour, or you could see him first minute. Like you never yeah. know. So Fallout, like the whole, uh, the whole thing that Fallout offers the players like the opportunity for you to actually build a, a person yeah. essentially uh what what kind of person would you build and who do you keep do you keep finding that you build the same kind of guy uh like what's uh, what's the persona that you take on in these games yeah um i find that i always try and do like the good thing 
Um, I, I don't know. I find it hard to, I feel like the character you build tends to be who you want to be in real life. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of guys I know who build stealthy characters and I'm like, I see you as a stealth guy. You know, (laughs) I see people who sneaking uh, around downtown. (laughs) Anytime they try and pick up women, you know, they're always stealthy and they hide behind bushes, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Literally trying to pick up women. Yeah. Um, I should probably call the cops now that I realize. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so, um, I build a guy who, who's mainly strength, you know, and I was trying to push forward in the game and I didn't really want to hide behind a corner. I wanted to be able to run out, you know, yeah. but what's cool about followed is depending on the perks you choose, right? They change from followed three to followed four, but it's the same mechanics, but depending on what you choose, it changes your gameplay. Mm-hmm. You could find things in the game that are different from other things, yeah. uh, that another character built. What are perks? Uh, perks are uh, what you layer onto your character to make him do the things that you want him to do. So if you yeah. want him to be more sneaky, you get perks that allow you to crouch and become invisible or find suits of armor that allow you to stack on abilities that make it easier to run around without hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Without being heard. Without being heard, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you know where I'm going. <laughs> it's a pretty useless armor there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so like you really could manipulate your character and mine could be totally different from yours. Yeah. So what? Um, so when you're building these characters, uh, obviously a big thing is uh, you know trying to look forward to like what you know what you're going to be encountering, and obviously you play these games through multiple multiple times, mm-hmm. uh, so you start to learn. You know, I need to you know I need to be really good at lock picking because later I'm going to find a door that I couldn't get through last time I played, yep. and, and things like that. Uh, a lot of people like me might play the game and have a really good time and play it once, but you kept playing it over and over, and you kept uh, um, to me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it kind of seems like the reason that you play it once is to enjoy it. The reason you play it twice is maybe to enjoy it in a different way. But after you play it through five, six, seven, ten times, yep. what are you playing it for on yeah. those times? Like You're, You couldn't be more right. Yeah. Um, for me, like the first time I played Fallout 3, I went the whole game without realizing you could combine weapons to make them stronger. Okay. It was like, I, I'm not a, a reader. I don't go through the game. I try and figure it out on my own. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I found out later, I was like, oh my God. And I thought this was all new. And I'm sitting there like, no, people knew this shit. I was just mm-hmm. an idiot. So um, the reason why I play, like, for example, we're on to Fallout 4 now. And mm-hmm. obviously I got the game, game of the year, everything you can get. And um, you, it kind of satisfies different needs for people. As I mentioned earlier, um, I played it a few times because I want to go through. I want to unlock that door. They give it so that if you do something wrong, you might never be able to open that door. So yeah. you resave or reload or, you know, and... People like me, I, I have OCD, so I have crates and crates and crates stashed everywhere with organized items from things like teddy bears because I might need it in a mission. You can mm-hmm. literally pick up anything. If I want some guy's boots, I can kill him and take his boots. So I sit there and I organize my ammo from guns I use the most as to guns I use the least. You know, I put all my special weapons in a crate. I put different builds, so I build multiple characters. I can switch up my build at any point. So for me, it's more of a competition. And when someone says, look at my character, and I can whip my character out, my character's bigger. Is that, <laughs> That's so a, is, is being good at the game important? To me, yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite games. And being the best is not necessarily me being an asshole. It's me saying that I really want to, to show that I know what I'm doing. I put enough time and effort into this game for, for my opinion to be worth something. So yeah. is, uh, you want to be the best. So is putting all your ammo and organizing it in like, uh, 
you know, uh, opening up a, a crate in a game in a village somewhere and being able to open um, it and see it's all organized <laughs> by color or you know uh, what power the, or something. For the most part, for someone like me, it's if you ever want to just hit pause, de-stress, and go on a rampage, you know how much you have. <laughs> and so you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to restart, and then I'm going to be that good guy again. Which you've done before, right? Oh, hundreds. Of, I did it yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> What did you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I set up a fat man. So there's a... I'll give you a little uh, insight into this game. So there's something called the Fat Man, and it basically launches these things called mini nukes. And mini nukes are exactly what's in the name. They're mini nukes. And um, then I, I unlocked uh, most recently a Fat Man that is uh, the Quantum uh, Quartz Fat Man. With, it's a mod where basically it launches like a Nuka-Cola Quartz Serum. And mm-hmm. it makes it stronger. What's Nuka-Cola Quartz? Uh, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Nuka-Cola is their Coca-Cola of the game. So yeah. there's tons of side missions. You can go for days just figuring out so secret like little things. Nuka-Cola Quartz is kind of like Coca-Cola Clear, I guess. Like, it's, you know, Pepsi like, Clear yeah. and all those. And it's like yeah. rare because, you know, you don't have Coca-Cola Clear on the market now. Yeah. But it was, you know, just before the bombs dropped, it would have been a thing. Yeah. You know? So um, that's exactly what it is. And they own other companies, too. So Sprite is owned by Coca-Cola. Well, yeah. they also have, like, Sunset Sarsaparilla, which you'll yeah. find in, like, New Vegas, you know. but New Vegas, which is the game's Las Vegas. Exactly. And uh, they try and make it so that what would happen in their theory, you know. Of, of course, it's exaggerated. No game ever is fun when it's too realistic, mm-hmm. you know. But um, back to what I was saying, that's a more recent thing, this, uh, this new mod. But I basically took the mod and I put it on another uh, Fat Man. Yeah. And um, I turned it into like this. It's like a specialized one that sh- shoots a bunch of them. Yeah. And I went back to my like establishment and just like looked What's at. What's your establishment? Because I want this to be really personal. <laughs> my settlement is on your Sanctuary settlement. Hill, yeah. So right? who are these people in your settlement? <laughs> I have a bunch of robots and uh, okay. a bunch of robots. people, a bunch are, of humans. Okay. Yeah. In the game, in, you know, yep. virtual but still virtual, humans. But and you've spent how much time uh, improving their lives? Uh, yeah, to get them to 100% happiness. Okay, so they're 100% and, yep. happy because this, you know, this they cherished have, leader that they yeah. uh, that they didn't even elect that just uh, presented himself to them. Well, I kind of saved them, and I, I oh, basically okay. sent people to Sanctuary Hills. So if you save them, up. it's like you know, you brought you get yeah. Hundred percent. They are mine, and they can't leave until I tell them to go to another settlement. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's a, uh, a rabbit hole we can dive down in a couple minutes. But yeah. anyway, let's go back. So you have these uh, beautiful, wonderful people. You've invested so much time yep. into saving their lives, and, and you also have this gun that fires off multiple nuclear detonators. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And uh, so they have their little areas. They have shops. They walk around. They oh, have, that's nice. They have a beautiful yep. little life. Yeah. They have little defense systems set up so yeah. raiders can't get in. Oh yes, because they don't need to protect against me. their own. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, they have all these little things, and then I have my one tower that no one can get up but me, mm-hmm. and that's for when I want to go to the top and launch some nukes at everybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I climb to the top of the tower, and it just launch it, and it basically glitches out the game because there's 100 nukes exploding on my page. <laughs> and uh, then everyone gets a little hostile, but then it all goes away because they're dead. <laughs> and uh, then I hit restart, and no one ever knows I did it. And then someone <laughs> walks by and says, uh, you're, you're our savior, and just keeps walking. And I'm just yeah. like, I'll get you tomorrow. Yeah, you're just kind of like, I know what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might not, but I know yeah. what I did. And you feel like God. You're just sitting there, and you're like, oh, this happened six times. No one knows it. So that's Fallout 4. Fallout 4 is, uh, again, spoiler alert, the plot is your, uh, if I understand it right, I'm, you know. Oh, I'll let you. I want to hear your point yeah. of view of it. Yeah. Okay. Follow for uh, you're a family man uh, um, living in your nice little suburban home mm-hmm. when in 2077 or whatever the year is, uh, the first uh, nuclear exchange happens and the bombs are on the way and they call you to uh, 
They call you to uh, head for your uh, your spot in the vault, the government vaults that are, uh, you know, you buy insurance. They're almost like door-to-door insurance salesman who sells you a vault, and then mm. you get called, okay, the air raid siren's going off. we got to get to our vault. Uh, you get locked inside your little cryogenic chamber because they think it's going to be a while, this nuclear war, and they're putting you into preservation until you can come out. And then uh, you wake up. I don't know, a couple hundred years later, and yep. you look out and you see that your wife, who was in the, the cryo chamber across from you and, and with your baby, uh, your wife gets, spoiler, killed, and uh, <laughs> your baby gets taken. And then your cryogenic chamber fires up again, and you fall back into uh, your hypnotic state. Yeah, well, so that's pretty good. You watch the trailer. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. I do my um, research. Yeah. um yeah that's the basis of how it starts Mm -hmm. and then you find out it unfolds you know you basically go on a mission looking for your son Mm -hmm. right um do you actually to be honest do you actually uh when i know you've played through it a whole bunch of times so maybe this isn't a fair question but do you when you're doing it do you care about the decisions you make or do you make the decisions um based on the fact that you are a good guy in the game i i get truthfully upset yeah, I do. Fallout Four, I, I think, didn't do as much of a good job as Fallout Three, because mm-hmm. Fallout Three, you really they had a, a karma system. Yeah, and it was the reason why it was a little buggy was because people sat there and said, uh, you know, if I take this, why should I get bad karma if no one saw, you yeah. know? And and so it kind of made it shitty because you could steal from a raider who's a bad person and it's still bad karma. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but at the same time, Fallout makes it so I can pick up that cup as long as I don't put it in my pocket. I walk around the corner and steal it, come mm-hmm. back around, they're like, can I help you, sir? And it's mm-hmm. like, you just watch me walk away with a cup and come back without it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will happen to me, you know? Yeah. Um, but in the game, I get upset when you're given a situation that I don't, I can't control. You mm-hmm. know, that's the whole reason I point, I play it, right? Are you the guy who, like, when I was a kid growing up reading, like, Choose Your Own Adventure books, I would always keep my finger... In and I'd have like all four of my fingers on my left hand in different spots of the book just in case I made a decision that yeah. I wanted to go back on. Metaphorically, your fingers are save points. Yeah, and you're, are you like that? Yeah. Oh, I at one point, uh, I didn't know uh, that you could do this, but I maxed out my amount of saves. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like in a serious situation. So I had to like plot, pause quickly, think about which one I could delete. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of went earlier on in the game and looked at something that I saw was useless. Yeah. And then I deleted it so I could save and then I had to clear those out. Because I was like, man, I maxed out my amount of saves I could do. What was a moment in Fallout 3 that you remember uh, not wanting to make the decision? Um, you know, hmm. being being stuck and, and trying to figure out what you, what you as a character. Pre-DLC, like main story Doesn't line? matter. Doesn't matter. Um, I think it was, because Fallout 3, I, I didn't really understand a lot as I do now. And um, I think it was like when I had to kill the tree. There's a tree um, in Fallout 3 that actually is from Fallout 2. Really cool. Seven years later, you know, they put the yeah. same thing. And he's in the game and, like, he wants to be put out of his misery. But I'm like, man, putting someone out of their misery is still a tough decision for people. And this is know? a living tree. This is like he's tormented. He was a person who morphed into a tree. Oh, okay. And everyone worships him. So it's painful because they cut his roots and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it was fucking twisted. And, uh, like, most of Fallout. And, uh, and like there's like, guys climbing up into their you know ivory towers and raining nukes down onto their family yeah yeah no 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 one does that (laughs) see that's okay because i can restart oh okay but uh it makes (laughs) that guy that guy ran out of saves (laughs) yeah (laughs) that guy ran out of saves exactly so he had to be a tree uh and then you have to kill him and uh if you had higher perks that was the thing like you get to that point it's like if you could figure out other ways so i'm there like "Uh, i'm too deep yeah i don't have enough saves to go back and i'm sitting there like ah Okay, I'll murder you, and then everyone wants to kill me. I'm just the bad guy. Yeah. 
you know. But, but you know. You know why you did it. Yeah, I know why. It's still <laughs> hard, though. And so uh, there was probably that. That scenario was uh, pretty rough, you know. Yeah. What's, uh, going back to what we were talking about before. So being good at these games, uh, whenever I talk to you about these games, because you bring them up basically every time we, we see oh, each yeah. other. You, I'll relate life. Yeah, it's true enough. That's a, there's a filter that kind of goes down in yeah, front of you. There's stashes all around Toronto of just shit that I have like yeah, accumulated. Perfectly organized like, yeah. like acorns off the street and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but you have, uh, you have a, a real priority for being, um, being good and being like, for instance, when you were telling me, you were explaining to me a little while ago about the, uh, the settlement system where you can have different essentially cities and your city was the biggest and had yeah. the most offenses and there was yeah. no chance of anybody who approached you. Oh, yeah. and at the same time, you also yeah. will walk up the tower and drop nukes onto the people that you're doing yeah. it for. Well, I got to so. test out my new weapons, right? <laughs> and if there's no bad guys around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, being the best, like to, to go to your point is I think we all have those tendencies, you know, like we all live stressful lives in our own way. And so when you can play a game and you can prove that your thought process made sense, you know, a point and shoot game is fun. But really, like, what can you do? You draw your weapon quicker. You learn the maps. You mm-hmm. know, you memorize. You play every day. Yeah. Whereas games like Fallout, you can pick up. And if you were a strategist, you could be better than someone who played five years straight. So uh, there's a lot of times, too, when I come over and everyone's, you know, hey, did you get this yet? And I'm like, oh, it's, we're already whipping that out, are we? <laughs> so I want to be the best at it for when that conversation comes up. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what value do you think you've gotten out of, other than obviously it's uh, entertaining, what value do you think you've gotten out of playing Fallout? Um, well, it's definitely one of the most valuable games on the market at the moment as part of uh, like the DLCs, just content in general. So if you want to pick up a game that is worth playing for hours and hours and hours and never getting to the end, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's one of the best games on the market for sure. Um, also, Bethesda's really stepped up their games and uh, their games used to like crash a lot and have a lot of bugs and it was really stressful for guys like me because when you do do all that collecting and you, you go around and you save all the stuff, the game saves it all. So if you come back and it starts lagging because you're like me and you do all that stuff, it's not fun anymore, right? So I think that's probably my uh, point of view on that aspect. Have you, have you learned anything about yourself I know it's a weird, like, really meta question. Deep, (laughs) deep question to be asking to a guy who uh, admittedly drops nukes on his own, uh, his own citizens. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What uh, have you actually like? Has living the experience of these characters in Fallout, where you're always the good guy, except when you're not. um, Well, that's the thing. I have learned a lot because I don't want to not be the good guy. I've tried. Like, I've I know I, I joke around about doing that stuff, but like in general. I want to be the good guy. In the true you know? storyline, which yeah, is, you know... <laughs> that I can restart. Yeah, not in the alternate universes where you're <laughs> flashing, <laughs> flashing back and blowing the heads off of children. Yeah. Uh, but no, in, the, in the main storyline... I've tried to kill line. children. You can't follow it. They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, yeah, no. I, I find that it relates... Like, I think video games really relate to, uh, as an overall, what we do in our, in our everyday lives. I think there's a lot of people that rely on me in real life and same decisions I make in the game... Or how I would treat those ones, you know, but with limited dialogue that the fucking people give me, you know, but uh, yeah. What's your what's the best moment that you've ever had playing follow? The best moment other than killing my whole uh, civilization and know it's not permanent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the best moment of Fallout for me, it doesn't have to do with any storyline or any DLC or anything like that. It has to do with 
when I finally finish and I save at a perfect spot. Like I save, I have my best armor there. I have all the stuff lined up. Everything is in order. All the numbers crunch and like that's the best part. And uh, you can only achieve that by completing the game 100%, you know. Um, it used to be getting the platinum trophy, but then I found out that wasn't going to make me happy. Uh, <laughs> after you get that, you're like, no, now I have to organize my ammo. <laughs> but I think the best part of the game is just knowing that you can now overcome any challenge, you know. Um, whereas most people might think that's where it gets boring. I'm like, no, I've, I've succeeded, you know. And for someone like me, that really helps a lot with how we think about things, you know. So, okay, Matt, what is, after all this... What is what's so great about follow? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, bud. Okay. So there it is. Hopefully, you learned a little bit about the Follow video game series. I know uh, I learned a little bit about my friend. Uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud.com/slash The Buffs. That's where we're going to be putting up, uh, I think, up to twelve of our newest episodes. Also, check out Burlador Media. It's on Facebook.com/slash Burlador Media. You can sign up for the mailing list there. The Buffs is part of it. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been TJ. I uh, hope you tune in next time. Talk to you later.